AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. You know, I've been thinking, we're... We're into uh, February already, and uh, most most people have already abandoned their uh, resolutions and uh, have walked away from them. But you know, if it, you know, some of us church folk, we also have another uh, tradition, I, I may say, or a practice that we do in January, and that is our twenty-one day fast. Whether you do a Daniel or you do a full or however in between, you know, you're you're seeking the Lord for the rest of the year. And I was uh, I was thinking about that because uh, I went back to the book of Joshua, went back to the book of Joshua and Joshua. God gives Joshua some some pretty in your face instructions. And I, I want to remind you, uh, whatever it was that God told you during that 21 day fast, it's it's something that you should probably not forget. You should continue working on and you should implement and I, the reason I bring up Joshua is because Joshua, first six chapters are a struggle. But chapter six, he gets in and through Jericho, and, and it's miraculous. The walls come down, and it's, and it's a great celebration. And then you turn the page to chapter seven, and what should have been a piece of cake, a little, a little town, little little town called Ai, and the Bible says that they were running from their enemies. And Joshua, like most of us, I've been in that situation where I've told God and I ask God, why, why, why? And we go, you know, we go through our, our whys with God. I thought you called me, God. I thought, why did you bring me out of Egypt? Uh, is, is what Joshua is saying. If you're going to bring us here for the, and look at the Canaanites, they're going to say, what is everybody going to say about you? Why? And, and Joshua, and, and God, God, he interrupts Joshua. And, and I love the conversation because I feel, God speaks to me like that, and it's not a, you know, hey, Marcus, it's not, hey, Pastor. I mean, God, when God speaks, is, is usually quite, quite uh, brutal, and, and, and he is love, but he got my attention, and he, and he answered me in a way that he, has, that he spoke to Joshua, and he tells Joshua in verse 10, he says, get up, and it's an it's, it's exclamation point, get up. And it's kind of, you know, if I could read through the, in between the lines, stop crying, you know, dry your eyes. And, and, and I, I got to tell you something, you got to get up from this depression. You got to get up from this thing. I already told you what you needed to do. And, and that's where we come from our, our 21 day fast. What did God tell you to do? Get up and, and do it. And then God tells Joshua, hey, there's some sin in the camp. There's something, there's a reason why you've been running from your little enemy, AI. Uh, you should have been able to take that town, but you haven't because there's sin. And then, and then they go through the process and, and after you get up, then you gotta fess up. There, there's a, there, you know, one of the things that we have that we can do is a privilege is to repent. You can change your mind. You can turn around and you can say, Lord, I did do that, but now I'm turning around. I fess up. And then the last thing that, that Joshua had, had the people do, especially with the, the guilty party was clean up. And so he had to say, Hey man, go to my tent and get my stuff. And, and is, and, and, I, and I put it in a hole and it's under, is in there. I got a robe. I got some gold and I got some silver and we got to clean up the house. And so today I just want to give you those three. You just those three. Get up, 
fess up and clean up. And if you could do that, if you could do that with every part of your life every month, I think that's a, an encouraging word for every month of the year. But if you get that done in February, I think it'll be a great, a great start and you'll be able to accomplish everything God put in your heart to do in your 21 day fast and your time with the Lord. And so take that and, and let's, and let's get it done. Let's get it done. And I'm, I'm, I'm here back in the studio in the AM 630, the word studios. And I'm here with a pastor. I'm here with a man of God, and I can't wait to hear from him. I've heard little bits of his testimony, and uh, I'm intrigued. Being a PK myself, um, I'm intrigued about it. And so I'm here with Pastor Jesse Hamilton. He's the pastor of Faith Community San Antonio. And Pastor Jesse, thank you so much for being here with us. Marcus, thank you so much for having us here. Um, I am crazy excited, if I could say that word. I am crazy excited to be here. Um, and to share share what God has given me. Amen. You're a young man. How how old are you? Uh, I probably look a lot younger than than I am. People often say that yeah. I, I'm 38. 38. Uh, but I, I'm I've been told that I look you know quite. I remember I remember that. when I was 38. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very old. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I remember back then. Uh, so I want to I want to talk about you. I want I want to introduce you to San Antonio and to our listeners. So tell me a little bit about you. You said in our in our pre-recording uh, conversation you are you are a PK. So give me a little bit of background on your PKness. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually a, a multi-generational PK if you if that's if that's that a works, term, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I so so my granddad um, started a, an organization. Uh, he was a pastor and uh, and I saw miraculous miracles happened. Uh, at his time, he he was around the same time. I don't know if you remember a guy named A. A. Allen and R. W. Shamrock and, and those guys. Uh, my granddad moved in that same vein and in that same area um, from a, from a very small town uh, right outside of Tyler, Texas, uh, which is where I'm originally from. Uh, so my granddad was Jesse Hamilton Sr. And so uh, my grand after after my granddad, then my my dad took over uh, the San Antonio location, so my granddad actually started and had multiple locations in several cities um, throughout the United mm-hmm. States here. And uh, so my dad took over the San Antonio location, and he pastored uh, there for about twenty years. Yeah. And then after after uh, after he passed away, then then it was my time uh, to step into to that role. You know, you said you said a name that's important to me in in, in Shambach. My my parents got saved. Wow. At a Shambach, uh rally, uh, if you call if you call it that, uh, these uh, these revival services mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in New York in in the Bronx is yeah. where I'm from. Yeah, and uh, I remember going up uh, to uh, to the altar call, and it was a long line, and and Shambag would stand there. He laid hands on everybody that yeah. got on the line, yeah. and I remember he would he had an oily hand, mm-hmm. and uh, he was laying hands on people, and he had a bucket of oil. Wow, and so. Apparently, the person right before he prayed for me absorbed too much oil, and he needed to dip again. <laughs> oh, so you got the full whammy, huh? <laughs> he dipped his hand and took it out that bucket and slapped it on my forehead. <laughs> I remember I woke up the next morning with all these pimples on my forehead. I was like, praise the Lord. Is that the glory? <laughs> Is it the glory? The anointing, the anointing the oil. was on my head, <laughs> yeah. apparently. And uh, thank God for that experience. It's funny today. But hey, I'll take it. I'm 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 serving the Lord. I'm pastoring a church, and wow, yeah, and, you know. So so it worked. Yes, Something worked. Yes. It was a combination Something of a lot of things connected. Yes. But I want to I want to hear from you because I know firsthand uh, 
uh, growing up in church that just because you grew up in church, you were not, uh, you know, the saint that mm-hmm. everybody expected mm-hmm. us to be. Or, yeah. you know, or we had to have our, our encounter, yes. our moment. Yes. How was that for you? So again, I, I grew up under, under the pew, as, as I like to say. I was, uh, I like to be very involved. Uh, I grew up as a musician. I think a lot of, uh, pastor kids, uh, end up you know, that's one of the things Amen. that they, they turn to. It's like, okay, hey, this is how I could get involved. And so I, I, I love to drum. And then later I learned uh, to play keyboard and organ and those kind of things. And so, uh, and so that, that was my initial, you know, uh, love. I, I probably was more in love with the instruments yeah. than, than God at that time because that's, that's, that was my level, you know. And so after my granddad passed away, uh, my dad moved here full time uh, to San Antonio. And I came later, and I, I, I eventually went to uh, to UTSA and did all that kind of cool stuff. And it was one service that I was listening to uh, with my dad, and my dad was preaching. And I was sitting there um, on the organ at the time, and uh, and all of a sudden it hit me, and I was like, man, I need this God for myself. Because mm. I had been hearing my parents talk about this God, and, I, and I've seen... When I say I saw several miracles, I saw people get out of wheelchairs and, yeah. and cancers be healed. And I've seen dead people be raised from the dead. I've seen um, blinded eyes open. I, I, so I grew up under my granddad saying mm-hmm. that. And then even with my own dad, I saw him pray for people that had HIV and, and uh, lupus and those kind of yeah. things. And I saw God miraculously heal them. But it, for whatever reason, it didn't connect with me. You know, um, I, I loved God, but it. It wasn't my God, if you right. will, you yeah. know. And so it was one service that I was sitting there. Sorry, I get a yeah. little emotional think, thinking about that yeah. that particular day. And the fact that I was like, oh, man, I need this for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool that my parents brought me this far, and I'm, I'm so grateful that they taught me. But, dude, I actually need this God for myself. And so... At that time, I was actually uh, going to uh, St. Philip's College, which is maybe a, two blocks from our church, mm-hmm. uh, where it's currently located now. And I would go to school uh, during the day. And something locked in for me. Yeah. I felt like I couldn't get enough. Mm-hmm. And so I, I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I need some keys to the church. And so I got his keys from him, and I kept them. I never gave them back to him. <laughs> I said, uh. And so what I started doing is I would go to church and I was, I was at that time, I, I was seeking for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. Cause I said, Hey, I, I if I'm going to go to the next level, this is the next level that I know about. And yeah. I, I need to get to that next level. And so I would go there every single day and I would pray and I would pray and I would pray and I would pray. And I would get on the altar and I'd pray and I'd pray and it'd just be me. And I didn't want to waste uh, waste the lights, so I wouldn't turn on the lights yeah. at the church. I didn't want to, you know, use up the electric, uh, run up the electric yeah. bill, you yeah. know. And so I would go there after every class and as long as I could stay, I would stay. And so I remember one one day I was there and I had been seeking uh, seeking for God and, and this next level in God. And once I realized that I needed to connect and it was one day, I, I, I want to say I'd been going for like three months or so straight, you know, every single day. 
And uh, it was one day that I, I finally made up my mind and I was like, God, I'm not leaving here until you mm. feel me. Mm. I said, I'm not leaving this place until you feel me. Because I know you've done it for others. That's right. But you haven't done it for me. And I won't leave this place until you feel me. So I remember that day, it felt like I was there for a bunch of hours. But when I finally got up, I was only there for for, for 20, 30 minutes, you know. But it felt like I had been there for yeah. hours just wrestling with God. Mm. And, and then all of a sudden, for the first time, I felt this fire mm. of the Holy Spirit engulf me. And I couldn't control the language mm-hmm. that I was speaking to him anymore. Uh, and 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 I left that space just elated, new, new, very filled. much new, filled. Yes, new, filled. And so when you ask the question, when did I mm-hmm. capture that moment? It, it happened in a in a, in a service, and I my attention shifted, I guess mm-hmm. you know. And then at that moment, I said, "Man, I need this God for myself." It's cool, again, that my parents have it, and I'm so grateful that I was brought up in it, and I've heard it, and I've heard it, and I've heard it, and I've heard it, and heard it, and heard it, and I think that that happens to a lot of us, you know? We hear it, but it never sinks in, you know? Uh, Like James talks about, hey, don't be just a hearer, but also get it because you're deceiving yourself if you don't. And for so long, I realized that I had been deceiving myself by not accepting it and bringing it into my life because it fulfills you, you know, it, it, it really does fulfill you and it fulfilled me. Um, and, and that, that's how I, I, I locked in, if you will. What would you tell a listener today that is perhaps in that waiting or in that searching or in that moment, if it took you three months, you know, they're, they're looking and they know they need something from God. I need more. I know there's more. Because I've seen my parents or I see the other people at church. I see my parents, but I don't feel it. I don't know. God, where are you? Mm-hmm. How would you minister to someone today with your knowing what you've been through? So I would say this. Uh, the word of God says that if you seek him diligently, mm-hmm. he will reward you. You know, and, and at the time that I was seeking diligently, I didn't know that word. You know, maybe if I knew that word at the time, then I would have been like, okay, I, I, I know what's going on. Right. Uh, like like when I when I start working out, I was like, hey, I know that I'm going to have this lactic acid buildup and all this kind of right. stuff. And I know what's happening. So I could keep on along the journey. But at the time, I didn't know. I was just like, why aren't you doing it for me? You know, yeah. um, but the scripture tells us that if we seek diligently, he will reward us. So I would say to that person, don't stop seeking. You know, really don't stop seeking um, because it for me, it was this breaking moment where I said, I'm, I'm not giving up. And I, and I was very serious mm-hmm. about the fact that I am not giving up. Yeah. And I think maybe and it's and it's crazy to think this, but but I, I feel that God really moves for us at that breaking space. Mm. Those those breaking moments when the decision is really true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for me, that's that's what it was. The decision became true, and I felt it in myself that I'm not leaving this place. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, you make you make reference in in my mind anyway to to Jacob. You know, I won't let you go until you bless me. Yes, Jacob said, and and 
that was a wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, with with God. And I and I think that in life that scene happens over and over again. Yes, it does require that wrestling. Mm-hmm. It does require that uh, that that intense desire. Mm-hmm. If you want God, you got to go for it. Yes, you got to leave everything else behind. Yes, because He did. Mm-hmm. You know, and in, in Luke, it tells us that he left the 99 mm-hmm. for the one, for mm-hmm. me, for you. And, and it's that, that type of blueprint that is going to require that desperation. Lord, if, if I don't get you, I'm going to die. Yes. You know, speak to me lest I die. And, and that is something that we, we want to avoid. Who wants to be desperate? We live in a time where we want comfort. We yes. want everything microwave, you know, just put it in, hit the button. Yeah. You know, and sh- even shove it in my mouth if I don't, <laughs> if I right. don't got to pick it up, just. You know, but that doesn't change. Our technology doesn't change biblical principles, no. kingdom principles, no. right? Yes. And so it it continues to to be that, and we need to have that desire and that hunger. Yeah. You know, where, where Jesus said later, blessed are those, right, who hunger and thirst. Yes, and they will be filled. Exactly. Yeah. So that hunger and thirst is actually, to me, looks like and sounds like a, a prerequisite. Yes. To to getting to getting the infilling, and so I, I've I've always said God knows what He has is good, mm-hmm. and He's not, he, it's not going on sale. <laughs> no, no. You know, you you don't you don't go to to Gucci and get uh, stuff on sale. <laughs> no, you're gonna pay full Same price, price all the time, all year long. Yeah. You know, and so that's that, to me that's what it is. And so if somebody's listening today, and you're going through a struggle, you're wrestling like Jacob. Keep wrestling. Keep wrestling. Day is going to break. Yes. And and your miracle is coming, and your answer is there. Just just hold on. Yes. Just hold on. Yeah. Scripture says weeping and do it for the for the night, but joy will come in the morning. Mm-hmm. So keep 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 pushing. You know, um, I, I I oftentimes tell the church that that to me faith is the action part of it. Mm-hmm. Hope is the sitting back saying yeah. that hey I know God is good and it's going to work, but faith comes when is that you, God, in the in the darkness? Yeah. Is that really you? Can I really walk out there on this water? And then the faith starts the moment that your toe hits the water. That's right. And now the wind is blowing and it's getting all crazy and all that stuff. That's the faith part because it's easy. I know a lot of bench warmers, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of bench warmers that say, yeah, I want this and I want that and I'm believing for this. But And God has spoken to you and told you actions to take. And and even for me, if I might be honest with you, I'm more of an introvert person coming when you call me to say, hey, are you willing to come to this interview? My first gut reaction was, no, you've never done that before. <laughs> what are you going to say? How, how do you say it? Like all those kind of things that that we tell God our excuses yeah. as to why we can't do something and he's told us to do it, then we tend to draw back. And, and, uh, and so when you call me, I was like, Yes, even despite how I feel, yes, I'll Override. go. I'll go anyway because I know this is what God has called yeah. me to do, and 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 the opportunity wouldn't have come if God hadn't made a way for That's that right. opportunity. To People come. ask me all the time, "How did you find me?" <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> how in the world? Because I went to do the same thing to find myself, and I couldn't find. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, I I do I do pray about my job. Yes. I do take this job seriously, and I and I pray to God and ask God connect me with the people. Yeah, connect me with who you want me uh, to put on the air. Yeah, because sometimes I find yesterday I called somebody and they said no thanks. Yeah, I said, oh okay, 
yeah. you know, they just want to put you on the radio. Nah, I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so, but that's, that's fine. But what we want is to promote and put a spotlight on our churches, you know, and to, and to bless and let people know where you're at. So tell me a little bit about it. Maybe we'll come back to you because there's, you're, you're, there's so many things about your testimony so far that's so interesting to me. But I want to talk about the church. Tell me the name of the church. Where are you guys at? Tell me something about it. Uh, the name of the church is Faith Community San Antonio. And I like to say we are three minutes from downtown. Uh, so we are on New Braunfels mm-hmm. and uh, Commerce. So right there in that particular intersection. So literally um, by Grand Central Station, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple of blocks up from Grand Central Station. So we are centrally located uh, within the city of San Antonio. You have a website, right? We can find you on the We do have internet. a website. That's faithcommunitysanantonio.com. And we have the Facebook um, FaithCommunitySanAntonio.com, Instagram, FaithCommunitySanAntonio.com, Twitter, uh, FaithCommunitySanAntonio.com. <laughs> so we can uh, find you. So, yeah, yeah. If you have a smartphone, a computer, a tablet, a whatever, you a could pigeon. find us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you could definitely so, so tell find me, us. Um, what's, what's happening at the church? What are you guys doing? Is something? Tell me what time services are. Okay, so our services are, are sort of at an untraditional time. Uh, they start at 3.30 p.m. on Sundays. Um, we have a 3 o'clock prayer uh, time that, 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 that happens right before the service. And uh, we do that 3 o'clock prayer time because we feel that that a lot of people, although they believe in God and they seek for God and they say moments of prayer, they don't really set a time, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a full 30 minutes to pray. Like that's unheard of, you know. Um, in today's yeah. busy, busy, crazy world of me running my kid to soccer practice and, and me running to, to work and picking up dry cleaning and cooking yeah. and doing yeah. all those kind of things, life has become very busy. And I got to watch my show. I got to binge watch on this thing, you know. <laughs> and so prayer is has taken a back step, for sure, yeah. you know. Um, and so we set aside 30 solid minutes for people to connect back with God. You know, and so so that that happens at three o'clock, and then uh, three thirty, um, we 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 have our services. Um, something also maybe a little bit more unique. Um, we do what we call CIA, which is our church in action, and uh, once a month during this regular service time, we all come together and we prepare um, anywhere from two twenty-five to two hundred and fifty meals, as well as hygiene bags. And we take those downtown San Antonio and we give them to the to the homeless wow, population wow. Uh, there, and we pray with them. We we help them any way that we can, uh, just to show that hey, there is someone that loves you, and we we pray with people. We introduce them to God, and uh, we actually take a full service time. You do this during service during time. the service time. Wow. So all of the members we get together, and the kids love it. You know, the the people love it. Um, the fact that they can actually get out there and and give and so that's so i've heard from some of my other preacher friends now that now i have preacher friends yeah. you know <laughs> like you're taking a whole service a day that's a big like, deal i was like yeah well, well why why not the scripture tells us to give to the poor and, and if you don't have time to pray then you sure don't have time to get out mm. and start giving so why not take a whole service time when we're going yeah. to all be here anyway and let's go do some work for God. So, Pastor, won't you do this? Won't you invite uh, San Antonio to church on Sunday? I would love to to have you at our service. Um, we we start at uh, three o'clock for prayer. So, 
Um, and that's a very intimate time where you could talk to God at your level, um, however you want to talk to God. And then we go into a very dynamic uh, service at 3.30 p.m. where we have uh, um, great worship, great praise and worship. And then um, I get up and, and share a word from God. Lively worship? Yeah, a very, very, very lively, li- lively yeah. worship. I would say that um, actually my wife uh, leads out the worship and, and, and she I say if there's anybody that I've ever met that loves God more than me, she's the one. Yeah. And she loves to lead people in the worship. Mm-hmm. I, uh, she loves to worship, and uh, she does a phenomenal job of Do you have a, a midweek service or anything? So our midweek service right now is uh, it's digital. We use technology ah, for, our, okay. for our midweek service, um, and we do what we call uh, Spark. And we and on our webs on our Facebook and website and all that, um, you could just chime in to the Spark, and that happens at six thirty on Wednesdays. And so you could come in, and what we do is we we take on prayer requests and we pray for those requests. So um, we we most recently there was a lady um, that called in and said that hey, my child can't sleep at night; they're having these night terrors, and and they haven't been able to sleep in quite some time now. And so we actually prayed for the child, and that same night that child went to sleep and hasn't had a night terror uh, since then. So those are the kind of things that, that well, happen. Pastor Jesse, I want to thank you for coming on to AM630, the Word Church of the Week program. Uh, I had a great interview, great time with you, and uh, thank you for coming. San Antonio, God bless you, and go to church on Sunday. If you don't have a place, I want you to, I want you to look out Faith Community San Antonio. Find them on the web and get over there. God bless you, San Antonio. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.